Hi, I'm Lauren Dimmitt-Waters. Hi, I'm Alyssa Chapman. We're two New York City bloggers and influencers who have been covering beauty, fashion, and family life for what seems like forever. But now we're two women in midlife who want to discover all the secrets to growing younger. We're ready to explore topics that deal with health and anti-aging, especially when it comes to beauty, fashion, lifestyle, wellness, and longevity. We'll unearth what works and what you shouldn't waste your money on. Even if it's crazy, we'll hunt down the latest and greatest to help us all get through this journey with a little humor. And a lot of moxie. We want to keep fighting that fight so we can grow old ungracefully. So welcome to Beauty is a Bitch. Hey, everyone. It's Lauren Demet-Waters with Found of 30. Hey, it's Melissa Chapman with the Staten Island Family.com. Welcome to our second podcast. Yay! Yay, we made it. Okay, now we thought this week we were going to talk about owning your look. Ah, uh, yes. Something that's very important, I feel, when you're middle-aged. Yes, especially because apparently I made a huge uh, faux pas <laughs> saying that I really liked the Crocs high heels. Yeah. Croc, Crocs? Yeah, Crocs high heels. I just feel like they're very comfortable and, you know, I want to be comfortable. But comfortable isn't fashion. <laughs> you can own comfort, but please don't own Crocs. Right. But the thing is, is that, you know, you get to a certain, I feel like you get to a certain age and you just want to be comfortable. Like you're not, you're not walking the red carpet. You're not going to, on date nights, you're, you're Going to the grocery, you're, you know, I got your- that. I got that. I, I'm, but then own athleisure, like own a look. I guess my, and, you know, I try to come from a place of non judgment, and this right. is probably going to be the most judgmental I'll ever be <laughs> on, on this because. Well, you were very, very angry at me when oh, I. Oh, well, you don't know. Crocs make me angry. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know that that is like the one thing that makes me super angry. Like, that was your, I pushed the button. You did. You but did. You only, found my Achilles heel really quickly. Not only in you though, and a lot of the people, this, this was going on in our group growing younger on Facebook, which you should absolutely go to because there were a lot of opinions it was, on it this. It was a lively discussion. Yes, it was. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's funny because like my friends that really know me know, like if they want to like just get me going, talk about Crocs. So really? yeah, I just think that they exemplify everything that's wrong with like, not just fashion, but like, U.S. in general, <laughs> just like giving up, just like they are not to me, they are giving up. Now, don't get me wrong. There are a few instances where I don't mind them. Like if you're a chef or a nurse. Right, right. Because uh, you need to be comfortable. Yeah, while I, you're- I got that. Although I do think there are some brands out there that make clogs and whatnot that probably even have better support. And, you know, I know that they've been banned at my kids school because uh, not just because they're ugly, but <laughs> no, because <laughs> Because I guess kids, Crocs is never going to be an advertiser, by the way. I guess yeah, we're, yeah, we're saying yeah, that sorry. right now. Yeah, we're going to put that out there right now. No, it's really funny. Um, but they, they, the kids were slipping on them and falling. So they're, you know, so I don't really right. know if they're good for a chef to wear or a nurse. Who's mm, right, right. Slipping safety. Around safety, you know, a chef on grease and a nurse on God knows what can fall on a hospital floor or whatever. Um, and, and, and I don't mind them on like really little kids. They look kind of cute. But when it's just when I see an adult. Or even a teenager wearing is them, it, I'm like, ah, oh, it burns my retinas. Is it like the the equivalent of like you know George on Seinfeld wearing his sweatpants out in the world? Yeah. Or you remember <laughs> remember those sweaters that what were those sweaters that like Bill Cosby wore and everybody you know like in the '90s? I don't know, just Crocs. They're just depressing. They're depressing. They're depressing. Because de- they you, you know when I when you said Bill Cosby sweaters. That's like depressing. That just depresses the, like just depresses me to no end. So I understand now, yeah. like if 
I understand now what you mean. Like when you see someone wearing Crocs, it just depresses you. It feels like you feel maybe like that person has given up. Uh, totally. That's like, exactly it. I think the person's given up. But I don't you feel that a lot of women after a certain age and after a certain stage of your life, you you just feel like giving up. Not that I, you're giving up, but you're just like, why do I have to try so hard? Well, I don't think you have to try so hard. I, I mean, there, there's there's you're talking about two polar opposite ends of the spectrum. You're saying like, why do I have to try so hard and giving up? I mean, there is somewhere in the middle, right? There's a middle ground, There's a middle ground. And I think owning your look has to come, comes with, with knowing, and, and I hope this comes with, with growing older and middle age is knowing what looks good on you and what doesn't. And then finding within that, what, what you're comfortable in. I'm not saying you have to wear you know, work clothes everywhere you go. I mean, I'm all for an athleisure look. I'm I'm for a look. And when I say own your look, own it. And if you're giving up, you're giving up, which means you're not really owning anything. You're just, you know, grabbing something off the floor or, or out of your closet and not really caring. I have to say that I, I do feel like I definitely went through that period. I think that, you know, certain times in your life, especially as a new, let's say you're a new mother or even, you know, you're an empty nester, like you just... You f- your your mind is somewhere else. Well, a new mother, you, you've got two things going right. against you. First of all, you now have this human that depends on you, and you're sleep deprived and whatever. And also, you, if you're unless you're you know rich and famous, you're probably packed on some extra weight, right, and that baby right, weight's not right. coming off as fast. Right. And, you know, in that instance, yeah. I mean, I was lucky; I even got to wash my hair. Right, I mean, right. you know, if I. So can, can so do you feel like new moms should be able to wear Crocs? Do they get a pass? Oh God, I don't think anybody gets a pass. I'm sorry, no, no. no, no. But you know, but what? you can wear sweatpants if you're but a mom. I, but I think this mom. is like a, a good conversation though about like how sometimes when you um, even like fake it until you make it, and that kind of like makes you feel better. And this, I'm putting this back yep. to like you know, I have a college daughter who's having some issues in college now, and you know, it's like. Maybe you don't feel so good, but pretend you do. And maybe eventually when you, as you pretend, it'll just become like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like I, I do feel better. So maybe like wear, like, isn't there like that thing like, where they like say. Like dress for the job right, you want, right, not right. the one you have. Oh my God, that's exactly. It, that's so it. dress for, dress for the attitude or the perception you want to have about yourself. And then maybe you'll, you know, become it through, you know, just putting it out there in the universe. Right. That you will then reflect that's it. that. That's I think it. That's what you're trying to say. Yes. Yes. And, but, but, but you're right about that though. So yeah. maybe like. Even if you are a new mom or or if you feel like you're past a certain age where you're like, no one looks, you know, I hear that all the time from women Ugh, that, they, that they say like, oh, you know, I feel invisible. Like I used to at least like walk down the street and like I could see someone looking at me and like now I walk down the street and like no one looks at me. So why yeah. should I even care anymore? Well, what, what was that what made that person feel validated was that they were being catcalled by men? I mean, you know, or flirted with in the store or something, whatever. you know, I mean. So, okay, uh, granted, I'm past that. And, you know, when someone calls me ma'am now, it feels like a stab through the heart. <laughs> um, you know, that. Uh, what do you mean I'm not 17 anymore? Uh, you know, there's that grim reality. And, of course, when I look in the mirror, I'm seeing some wrinkles and things I don't like. But fact of the matter is, I know when I put, like, my lipstick on or I um, put on some clothes that I feel pretty good about myself and then then I feel better about my day and I just can I don't know. I, I have to feel good if I don't like what I'm wearing. And I'm not saying I have to be dressed up or anything, but if I just put on something and it's like a drab color or yeah. I don't really like it, it's going to it could possibly ruin my day because it's just that's what 
it to me, it's reflecting what's going on inside. Or you kind of become it. A hundred percent. Listen, I, I haven't, I wore Crocs for a certain period of my life when I was very like sad. And I, and I'm, as I'm having this conversation with you, you know, I'm like thinking back to like when I, when I got those high heel Crocs and I wore them. And if I look at pictures of myself now, like I was not happy back then. And were you happy when you took them out of the box? Did they bring you joy? (laughs) You know what? Like, I I think that I just didn't care. Like I just, right. I wasn't, I I would never buy them now. Yeah. Well, see, maybe we should just call this the croc effect. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I, but I didn't even think about this though, until we were having this conversation, like what, you know, when I was wearing them at the time, like it wasn't a good period for me. And, and I guess, I guess you're right. I guess what you wear sort of does reflect how you feel inside. Yeah. So what, so what are your tips? Like, I mean, what, what could we offer to women? Like to, to, you know, not let the croc effect get them. I don't know what anyone could have told me back then. Yeah. You, sometimes but, when you're in it, it's hard to get out of it. And, and I literally want to burn. I have like five years. I want to burn the pictures. Like I don't even want to look at that person. Cause she looks so sad. Oh yeah. See, she looks sad. sad. Yeah. But at least you got out of it. Yes. yes. You know, I think, I think that somebody that's, going through not a good period in their life. And, you know, to me, again, dress, if you can muster it, you know, you got to have some self-love. I mean, first I say meditate. Um, I know that seems like my ridiculous answer for everything, but I swear to God, I, I was not in a good headspace a few years ago and meditation really helped me. And, you know, I still dressed okay, but I didn't feel so good on the inside, but right. you, you know, if you get out of it, you finally get out of it. So I'd say, you know, meditation for me helped. But as far as what you wear, again, as I, I'm trying not to be judgmental and um, boy, and that's hard. I'd say practicing non-judgment is probably one of the hardest things of that self-actualization and bettering myself has been a little, little harder. And yes, I do pass judgment on people that wear Crocs. I can't help it. <laughs> well, also, you know, your, your whole focus of your career, a lot of it's been on like fashion. Like it has been, it, I mean, it has so, been. I mean, if, if you but, go to your site, like you really, you, you really offer like tips, you know, you have um, like even th- this morning I was looking, you have, you know, wearing chunky sweaters, you know, how to wear like the best chunky well, sweaters. And so you really do give, you really do give a lot of fashion advice. So, well, you know. I, yeah, uh, well, Carol, my partner, my, my business partner and I love fashion. I've probably gone off more into like a, a skincare beauty and wellness side, although she does a lot of wellness too, but I'm probably went more with makeup, but my, my true love really is fashion. It's been that since I was a little girl. I mean, I just love fashion. I look at it as a form of expression right? and sort of art, you know, somebody like me, that's really studied the history of fashion. And I look at these people as artists. Um, well, a lot of them, some are not very good these days, but, uh, you know, so I find that the way somebody styles themselves, uh, you know, when you when you stop and look at somebody that styled themselves well, that they're expressing themselves. So to me, it's like almost like putting together art. You know, I, I can't draw and I can't paint, but I hope I can put together an outfit, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and one that I feel that that reflects my style. Because anytime I try to wear something that doesn't feel like me, I'm not comfortable all day long. And so I've learned that's the beauty of getting older, too, is that I know what I like and what I don't like. And. I, what we've done on the site is the the questions that we kept getting from our readers and followers is, you know, uh, I don't, I, I love these trends. What can I wear? Right. Well, that's okay. the thing because you get to a certain age and you're not you know, comfortable and, and you're not comfortable in them. And, you know, for me, like, so I, I was approached by a company out of, I think they were like based in London 
And all the models that wear their clothes are literally all like, have to be like between 19 and 30. Mm-hmm. But I really like the way these clothes look on me. Okay. And I feel like they look good on my body. You okay. know? But I have to say that I, that I stopped working with them because I felt like I'm too old to wear these clothes. Well, here's the thing. Are they but, just going for that market? Or were you, were they? I did see a couple of other women like of a certain age okay. wearing the clothes. So, but I just felt like, and I was kind of a little annoyed because they keep sending me these clothing and then they don't want to put me on their Instagram. Oh. So it's like, you want me to promote your clothing, but you won't promote me on your Instagram. And well, then, that bothers me. Well, that's when I, that's when I start talking about, um, you know, being a middle-aged disruptor, then don't wear their clothes. Right? They're well, not that, valuing you. They're not valuing me. Right. Then see, don't wear them. See, but it's like they, they keep, they literally keep emailing me to, because I did two Instagram posts with their clothes. Yeah. And they, and I loved them and I got such great feedback. And I was like, why aren't they highlighting me on their Instagram channel? And then I noticed that it's all like 20 something so girls. You're not, they're not the demographic that they're going for. And I, that's the problem. And, you know, I've had this conversation before and I do think that women can talk with their wallet. And if you find that a brand is not valuing you or you feel that, that you know, they are just speaking to a different demographic, you don't have to support them. But I, I don't find that as much in fashion because I think fashion is you can take and choose what you want. But yes, if they wanted to work with you as an influencer and weren't letting you influence. And weren't letting me influence. Right, they then, just wanted me to influence my market, but not their market. Right, right. It was like, I was like the side chick. Yeah. Like the side piece, you know? No, like, you're the choir. You're not even a side piece because they're not <laughs> even giving you the, you're, you're right. like the, you're like the, the, like the ugliest stepchild that's like away in right. the attic. Right, right, they're, they're putting right. me in the attic. <laughs> exactly. You're Cinderella, but you're not coming out. Yeah. It's like that's, a, it's exactly. But, yeah. But I felt See, that's, but, but but I, you don't want to work with that. But brand. I did feel that it was an age thing. I felt like, yeah, of course, that's you know, ageism. That's that is ageism. total ageism. So Absolutely. But, then, but then back to our original point of, you know, after a certain age, women feel like it doesn't matter anymore what I look like. No one's looking at me. Like I'll wear the Crocs. I'll wear the sweatpants. I'm going to gain the weight. I don't uh, care. Well, then it's a slippery slope. And then that's and a slippery, it's a slippery slope. slope. Right. Next thing you know, you're going to crawl on a bed and lie there for the next five years. Your body's going to fall apart and you're just you know, stop going to the doctor, your whole life falls apart. I mean, it's just, you have to care. You have, you have to, to care. You have to care. And you have to, and when I say you have to care, you have to be your own advocate. If you don't love yourself, who's going to love you, you know? And, and you shouldn't, like you said, you shouldn't be getting validation. Like you shouldn't feel like, oh, because the guy at the bakery is not winking at me anymore. That doesn't, that I'm, I'm not validated like that. You shouldn't, you should well, never be getting going val- on looks anyway. Like, so do you have something to say? I mean, do you, you know, if you're just relying on your looks, I mean, I feel badly for people that possibly like, God, that must be really hard to be gorgeous. And then maybe, you know, at 55, be like, oh, everything's gone. Because, but then that's all you had were your looks. Right. If, if right. you haven't developed something else in your life that makes you feel worthy, then then that's really sad. Uh, and, you know, uh, that's unfortunate because then you put all your eggs into that basket. And, you know, age is is you know, it's fleeting. I mean, the time that you have like that is fleeting. So that's really unfortunate. And when I do see it, women, you know what I love is I'll see somebody, definitely an older woman. I'm not even talking middle age. I'm talking What older. do you think is older though? See, because now I feel like the older. No, I'm well, saying like a 75 year old okay, woman okay. that's like really wearing still looks amazing, but wearing something kind of funky and wild. And she, you know, she wants your attention <laughs> and she looks awesome and she's owning it. That is 
amazing. Like that just, that just makes my heart sing. Like, I love that person has confidence. They have something to say and they want to be noticed. And I love that. And I definitely notice it because I, and it's not just because I'm like, well, just like, look at, look at that, what she's projecting. And it's so awesome. You know, she's not being put into a box or painted into a corner. She is, she wants, she's going to be a voice and she's wants to be, you know, somebody that I just, it just makes my heart so happy when I see that. And she's not also, you know, letting age be a disruptor. Well, well, or she is being a middle aged. She's or an elderly disruptor. She's a, she wants to be noticed, right? And I love that. Well, because I, I do, I, I do feel like you know, part of why I wanted to do this podcast was because I, I do feel like as we get older, you know, you just you, you get less. Everything, everything changes. Like your whole what you. I mean, we've talked about it before, but you know, I mean, you get to a certain point and. You, it's like, it's like after 45, you get into a new age bracket of like 40, 46 and older. And it's like, you're just one big lump. I know every time you fill out, well, every time yeah. I fill out one of these it's questionnaires. It's so depressing. Well, oh my no. God, that depresses me so much. Why? I, I don't know. I don't know. And I, and, and I feel like you, you get depressed. Then you're like, you know what? I just don't care anymore. You just give it all. You're like. You mean what? you would let something like that little survey no, but but it, it it's just like I think it's like a lot of little things that build up, and then you're just like, I can't, I just don't care anymore. And huh. I'm just gonna wear the Crocs, and I just don't care. But I, I'm, but I, but I fight it, fight it. Yeah, but you have to no, we, own I, your luck. But we have to own our luck. You I have guess to if you're gonna it. own Crocs, <laughs> right? You're gonna wear wear the hell out of them. I guess wear them with. But I've never met anybody wearing Crocs that just walks into a room and like tries to own it. You know what I mean? Like right. that person. You're hundred you know right. I mean? percent right. You're hundred percent right. You know, and, and how much are Crocs? Like 35, 40? I don't even know. What are they? 50 bucks a pair? I, I, I don't, I wouldn't know, but I guarantee you could probably walk into like, you know, a TJ Maxx or even Target and find a more fashionable pair of shoes. That are equally as comfortable. They're equally as, okay. Well, maybe not quite, but yeah. Uh, yeah. But you find some shoes, you know, real shoes that don't have holes in them and don't let every drop of rain, you know, get in, get in there. But uh, yeah, that to me means you're just giving up. But I think we were also talking about, so you wanted to know about what women at a certain age should wear. And yes, I do. And I think what I wanted to talk about was that I am trying to make it be very crystal clear how, how I shop. And in this age, actually, I've done it for a long time, but it's becoming more important to me as I get older. But I subscribe to the uh, cost per wear method. So I do believe. Like, Wait, say that again. Cost per, per wear, wear method. method. Guys, you, this is a real this is going to blow your mind. OK, so I think every woman needs to have I call it a capsule collection or your, you know, your basics, the ones, the things that you buy that are going to stay in your closet for years. So you want like, let's say, you know, a great fitting pair of black pants, a black jacket. Let's say you put together a pantsuit. Uh, I, I'd pay money on that if it's a classic cut and something that, you know, isn't trendy and you're going to wear it for years because you will wear it for years. And then what you do is so those are your must haves, you know, the things that you that are going to be your staples. Do you really feel, though, you could get a pantsuit and like literally wear it for years? Oh, yeah, I have, you I have a couple up in my closet right now. Uh, oh, yeah. And, I, and they don't have to be super expensive either. God, no, no. You just have to. 
But I will tell you the one thing I will say. Okay. And this is my tip for anybody. And if you want to look, don't spend a lot of money, but you want to look like you did is make sure you get things tailored. That is so important. I cannot stress it enough. Oh, the tailoring. tailoring. Yes, you're so right about okay? that. Because you can take, you could take like a suit that you, you paid, you know, $120 for at H&M. Okay. And if you go get that thing tailored to your body. It'll look like it was custom made, It'll look right? like it's custom made. Wow. Okay. That's well, a maybe, great tip. maybe not beautifully, not, not, but it's going to look so much better than if you just wear it off the rack. Ill-fitting clothes, I think, are the worst thing that you can do to yourself. So every woman, man, everybody out there should have a tailor, somebody that you take your clothes to. And don't worry if something, you know, doesn't fit you right off the rack, you can get it fixed. Oh, by the way, that means buy it a little bigger, not smaller. You can always bring stuff in. You can't always let it out. Right, so that's another tip. That's another tip. Um, if I have to, if something doesn't fit me correctly, I buy it a little too big, not a little too small. And then I can have it tailored. Uh, that's, that's a trick. But going back to the cost per wear. So what I do is I make sure that I have staples in my closet. And then I build my wardrobe around that. And for the more trendy items, which I do think women of any age can wear almost any trend that's out there right now. It's just how you wear it and how you put it together. Less crop tops. Um, I think those are a little dicey for women (laughs) over a certain age. Uh, Even if you have like the most killer abs. You know what? I still really don't want to see them. (laughs) I don't. I'm sorry. I I mean, yes, if you're J-Lo, maybe. Right. Oh, my God. Seriously, J-Lo? Yeah. She can absolutely absolutely. wear a crop top. Yeah, she's she's an exception to the rule. She's an exception. She's a freak of nature. But, you know, generally speaking, any trend, like right now, I love uh, dark florals for fall and winter. Absolutely. Any anybody of any age can wear that. It just depends on the cut, you know. So you just like want to be careful. And then if it's something trendy, just don't spend a lot of money on it. Okay, that's when that's when your H and M's come in handy, or you buy something. I'm really liking Target lately. They're pretty good with a lot of the trends. You know, just don't spend a lot of money on it. So get your trendy pieces from sort of like fast fashion, fast fashion type you want. of yeah. type of companies. But the classics. Where are your classic places for shopping? Oh, I t- here. That's I'm all over the board. Like I can't say that there's a designer. I'm very open about that. Um, if I'm gonna go for things like investment pieces, I'll probably go to like a Nordstrom. I probably go to more of a department store. Really, um, a department store? Yeah, I just like there's more selection there. Yeah, and I just find like they they're pretty good at like curating what's gonna kind of work. And the I just don't want to say any brands, right? Um, because I I'm not really horribly loyal as far as like the really, okay. I do know when I do splurge on denim, um, I do love rag and bone, but I like the way they fit me. Right. So maybe okay. the way they fit you is not, Correct. Well, so you have like, you, you, you're very thin. You're like a naturally thin person. No, I'm really not. Well, but thank see, you for I think that. you, I, when I see you, I'm like, wow, she, you're so thin. Oh, but I'm not. See, and that's so funny how we're all so critical because like I look in a mirror. Oh my God, I cannot see- believe you don't think you're like, oh no, you seem so tall and thin to me. Oh my God, I love that, but I'm not. <laughs> but see, thank but you. yeah, you are. But see, isn't it funny how yeah. like we see ourselves so differently than a lot yeah, of people see us? We do. And it's funny when you see a photo of yourself, like the first thing I do is like, oh my God, I'm huge. But <gasps> that's I, so not true. But I think, I think, well, I've got big boobies and that will make you look bigger. To oh, me. T- yeah. oh my God. I'm like five feet tall. I'm like, you know, triple D. So I know exactly. That's why I always have to wear tight stuff because otherwise I look like a sack of potatoes. It's like not fair. Well, no, but I think that's the I, other I, thing. You I have can't to- wear like I, I I tried to do like the like the the nice tailored stuff and I just look like a dump. 
Well, like not the, if it's tailored, really. You still I mean, I try. I've, I've tried to like do like the 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 um the cute little sweaters. It just doesn't look right on well, me. Well, you know, I see people wearing. Well, this is the other thing that finally has come with age. I mean, there are many. Oops, there's many pictures out there of me wearing clothes when I was younger that you know I loved. So I thought, oh, I'm going to wear them because I like they're stylish and they're my style, but they don't look good on me. So like, I know I can't wear an empire waist dress. Anything that like nips right under the boobs not a good look on me. I just look huge, you know? So I need like more of a V-neck and something that's got some shape to it and with some shoulder, like a little bit of shoulder. So I've learned and I can look at something, you know, and immediately be like, no, that won't work on me. But, but it doesn't mean I don't love it. It's just, I don't love it. I won't love it on me, but I really want to get to cost per wear. So okay, let me, go, let me, keep let me going. explain. Go back, okay, go back, okay, go back. So, okay. So what I wanted to explain is that, so I, I do splurge on some items. Okay. I, I definitely am in a, a high, low person. So that means like I'm usually mixing some high end clothing with some lower end pieces and I mix it up so that hopefully you can't tell the difference. So one of my tricks is I'm usually always wearing an expensive belt. I have to wear a belt to keep my pants up. So you're so skinny. No, I have no, <laughs> no, I thank you. I wish that was the reason why, but it's because I don't have hips anymore through getting a little older and also through my spinal surgeries and things like that, that I've had that's changed my body a bit. So I, my pants will jeans, particularly anything with a little stretch in them. Like I'm, I'll be yanking them up all day. So I have to wear a belt. That's my own personal thing. So what I do is I, I, I know I did not come up with cost per wear, by the way. I mean, this is just something I subscribe to Carol, my business partner, Mike. but it's really what it is. It's a, it's really a simple formula that will keep you on track when you're making shopping decisions. Okay. So it, what you do is you take the total cost of the item and divide it by how many times you will wear it. And you have to be really honest with yourself. Like I know when I, okay, okay, let's take, I always use this for example. So, you know, I'm usually wearing a Gucci belt yes. or some sort of a belt. And it always pulls together all your outfits, by the way. And by the way, sometimes I'm wearing that Gucci belt with like my old Navy jeans, a Target sweater. It always makes and, it look classic though. Well, you know, I'm hoping, but I think what you, it kind of brings the outfit together for me, but I know that I like a good belt. So the, the Gucci belt, let's say is $500. Okay. But I wear it to death. You, I'm wearing my belts. I wear a belt probably five, six days a week. Cause I'm usually wearing jeans. So if you divide that into how many times you're going to wear it you, and you then say how many weeks there are in a year. And then, so how many days there are, and then you do the math. I can get that belt in one year down to a couple bucks a wear. Wow. Okay. However, let's say I don't want to initially, I didn't want to spend the $500 on a Gucci belt. And so I found a belt that kind of looks like a Gucci belt. It's not really a Gucci belt, but it's cute, but it's not really what I wanted. So it's a $50 belt. It's leather. It's not bad looking, but it's not what I really wanted. I bought it. It's 50 bucks. I wore it once, maybe twice. It's sitting in my closet collecting dust. Well, guess what? Every both times I wore that belt, it was a $25 cost per wear. Wow. So all of a sudden now you have just mm. made sense why you should buy. Now, if you're one of those people that will buy something very expensive and let it sit in your closet and collect dust, well, then this, <laughs> this doesn't work for you. <laughs> it doesn't work for you. It doesn't right? work for you. But, you know, if you. That's interesting. That's a good way to look at things when you're going to buy them. Like right. if, you, if you really like, factor that in. You factor it in. So like if I buy a black suit that I know I'm going to wear for years because it's a classic cut. It's not trendy. Then I can justify that because 
it's going to be in my closet for years and it's a go-to. And I know I put it on, I'm going to look like a million bucks wearing it. And if you're married to somebody who feels that you spend too much money on clothes, this is a great equation to give to them. Yeah, you can justify it to your husband you or whoever. You really can, right? Right. I've tried that though. He doesn't really go for oh, it. Oh, he but, doesn't go oh, for no, it? No, no, He thinks I'm insane. So, but, but you know, that's, that's, that's when we funny. hide stuff in the trunk. No, I'm yeah. kidding. Um, She's kidding. No, I'm totally kidding. Uh, we all have to do what we have to do. But I, you know, the another thing, let's say a good trench coat. Okay. I have a Burberry trench coat. Yeah, it's a lot of money, but you know what? I've had that coat for about 20 years. Wow. They, 20 never, go, they years. never go out of style. And also, and also do you, I, I have, I happen to think that the fast fashion, while they, it could be good, like you get what you pay for a lot of the time. You and do. after yeah. a couple of like washes and wears, it frays, it, it rips, it's not made as well. Like I think everything in life, it, everything comes down to whatever time you put in, whatever money you give, the more time, the more, it, Absolutely. it all, it all works together. It really you know? does. It and really, then again, it really does. I've also bought a couple things that, I, that were a lot of money and they were crap too. I mean, that, and then that, that just pisses me off. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's really yeah. upsetting because that does not fit into this equation. No, no, it doesn't. No, very, very little. I mean, I, most of the time, yes, you do get what you pay for. That's absolutely true. And then, and then conversely, I have a couple of things that I bought at Zara thinking I was going to wear it, you know, for a season. And it's been in my closet now for four or five years and I still really like it hmm. and I wear it, you know, That's good to know. so there are a few things. And then the other thing I think is really important too, is, you know, to go through your closet, clean out the clothes that just are sitting there that, you know, you're never going to fit in those jeans again. You Get know, rid it's, of it's them. so funny because we, we did that. We asked that question also in the group and it's so funny how a lot of women like will keep smaller sizes and they'll keep them for years and years and never fit into them. And that's almost like it, torture. It's to, right. It's torture. And, and, and in the end, you're not making room for the new things in your life. It's well, like you're hanging on to the past. You're not living in the present. You're, you're, right. you're thinking of your glory days when these could be your glory days. Exactly. That's really it's a well very, said. It's, it's a yeah. very like, it's a, it's a very, you know, you, the way you're thinking, the way you're dressing is, is, it's a reflection. It all comes, it, it all comes back to the beginning, what we were saying, you know? No, it, it really does. You know, it's funny. I had to empty out my closet when my husband was doing some work and he had me empty out my closet. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Now I go through every season and I, I do go through and he's like, I'm, I'm going to go donate or I'm going to go, go through your closet and pick out some stuff to donate. And I always put a bunch of stuff in there, but this time I had to literally empty out my entire closet. I mean, the entire thing, which was really scary on so many levels, because there are a couple things in the way back in the recesses of my closet that I haven't seen in a while. And secondly, now my husband sees everything, <laughs> everything that I had been trying to hide. And it's all out in the open now. And he's just like, oh, my God, this is disgusting. It's like an so expose. Oh, it, it was horrible. And you know what? Before we put everything back in the closet, I was like, you're right. I like looked at things. I'm like, you know what? I don't need this. This isn't ser- serving me anymore. I'm doing a Marie Kondo clean out. Right. Um, you know, can I let go of this? Is this serving a purpose? Has it already served its purpose or it stays over? And there are a couple of things I was like, oh my God, I forgot about this. And now like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm wearing it again. Cause now I moved it to the front of my closet and it's not stuck in the back, but I really cleaned out a lot more than I usually do when I do my closet clean outs, because I li- I'm thinking now from now on, I'm going to once a year, take out my entire closet and dump it out of the closet. And then I have to look at everything before I put it back in. Because it was really a good exercise for me. And I do this for other people. Like I help my friends clean out their closets. And I'm really? like, oh yeah, I'm good at it. But 
it's hard when it's your own. Yeah, I, I feel like. Dr. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like, you know, for me, a lot of it is like very emotional. I'm very emotionally attached to items. They remind me of periods in my life, people in my life, like certain things, you know, both my parents are gone now. So certain items remind me of places I were or things I were, but you know, hold, I mean, I think, I think, you know, you have to decide, like, you can hold on to, like, you have to have, like, a limit. Like, maybe hold on to, like, two things and get rid of, like, ten things. Well, you know, that's, we have memories. Nobody can ever take that away from you. Right. And I think if it's torturing you, like, i.e. the jeans that you wore in high school. Yes. Oh, my God. You know, that's, that's just cruel and unusual punishment. And will you ever really get back to that size? Probably not. I, I think that, you know, like no matter how hard, you know, we, my husband. If I got and I, a tapeworm, maybe. Right? <laughs> my husband and I call it the fill out. Like if you ever look at an actor, like let's say Robert De Niro, back when he was in The Godfather and look at him now, he did the fill out. Like you could see as he gets older, like he's just more filled out. He's not overweight, Robert no, De Niro. No, But he, like as you get older, like you can't help it. You just fill out. You lose that youthful, like, you know, face sucked in look. It just, you just, you just fill out. So you're falling a bit is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and so you really probably never going to fit into those size two jeans again. Well, yeah, I mean, that that's true. And you know, there's, when you said there's periods of your life and your parents are now gone and, and I got that, like I, there's, I have two shirts and a belt of my dad's and the belt is hanging over the one shirt hanger. And that went right back in my closet. Those yeah. are my dad's. Right, and, and, right. That I can't get rid of, you know, right. but it's two pieces and I just can't yet. Now, mind you, in a couple of years, maybe I'll feel differently. But right now they went back in my closet. So, you know, I'm not saying you shouldn't, you should get rid of everything, but things that are causing you like torturing yourself about like a weight, you're never going to go back to. And another thing that I, and I know this is difficult because women in, in middle age, a lot of us are starting to go through menopause and things. So your body is changing. Uh, that's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. Like, We're no, not talk really, about that today. really, it's because it's like it's like a freaking like it's like disaster. It's no, like a disaster. It is. It is. It's and like our, a train wreck. I know. Why are we not talking about this more? Well, we, we will talk about it, and we are definitely going to talk about it. But but that being said, I really felt this way like after I had my second child, and you you know I had my kids later in life, so I was kind of going through a bunch of different things at the same time. And once I lost the baby weight. I got rid of everything in my closet that had a drawstring or elastic, unless it's, you know, athleisure, like workout wear, obviously. But I mean, my day-to-day clothes, I do not own a pair of pants with an elastic waist anymore. (laughs) Um, You know, because that, and I don't also, uh, I'm very careful about the sizing I keep in my closet. Now, don't get me wrong. I realize some clothes run differently than others. Like in some brands you may wear a six and in others you may wear a four, but the fact is that they all basically fit the same. Yes. That's one thing. But when you have small, medium, and large clothing in your closet for your weight fluctuation up and down, right, like that, it's almost like you're saying, okay, I know I'm going to gain weight. Right. So giving yourself permission. you're giving yourself permission. And then that, that's something that I also stopped doing. So, you know, obviously I have a drawer full of my workout clothes and then I have, um, a place where I keep my, like my sweatpants and things, you know, in my closet. But generally speaking, those are like when I come home at the end of the day, I put on my sweatpants or, uh, you know, I go to the gym and I run errands and I have an athleisure. That's different. And that's totally different. That's not what I'm saying. But as far as your clothing goes, I am careful about that. Just and that's me. That just helps keep me in check, too, because with those jeans are getting tight. That means 
You got to back off the Fritos, you know. Right, but instead of saying, okay, right. I'll just go into my size medium jeans now. Now that the right. size small doesn't fit, okay, well, now I guess. And like, once the mediums don't fit, you got the large. And right, then, right. next thing and, you know, it's like. And, and got- it all, no, but that all goes back to our original, what we were talking about, you know, own your look, but also, you know, not. Like, as women, we think that, you know, after a certain age, we should, it doesn't matter anymore how we dress, doesn't matter, you know, does it. Does it really, do we really care? Do we really have to keep up this appearance or who are we trying to prove it to? It's not about proving it to anybody. It's about no, proving it's it to, to yourself, yourself. To yourself. But it's all about your self-worth. And, and I feel like, and, and I do think back to periods where I was, dra- like, I look at pictures of myself. I had to, um, I was writing a blog post and I had to post pictures of me and my father um, in this blog post. And I honestly, all the pictures of me, I looked sad. I looked I'm not, I don't want to shame my body, but I, I was, I definitely was like overweight and I didn't even notice it. Like I, I always wore glasses. Like there was a period where I really just didn't care what I looked like. And I look at these pictures now and I'm like, I'm shocked. I don't even know who that person is. I don't, I don't, don't really know what I was going through at the time, mm-hmm. but I feel like there are a lot of women that have those periods, you know, and, and, um, well, that's natural. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. We have our ups and our downs. Right. I'm not saying- right. Right. It's totally natural. Right. And I can look back on pictures of myself and think the exact same things. But it was um, very upsetting to me to not have like any, I really, I had to use a picture from my wedding. Because <laughs> that's the only time I thought I looked really good with my, <laughs> me and my father. Like, oh my God, really? Well, it was, it was, you know, that, that was a little, that was a, it really struck me. I did this just happen. I was very struck by like, you know, what was it about that period in my life, you know, and and I think that, you know, I wish that someone would have said something to me. But I, then again, you know, it's like, you know. Yeah, what what are they going to say to you? Right. Right. And please, I mean, that's not. So if someone, if you feel like if you're listening to us right now, you know, and you feel like you're that person, like, you know, we've all been there, but. Yeah, we have. Like, but you don't have to be there. You know, you, you can get you, out of it. Right. And, you know, when you said, like, who do you dress for? Dress for yourself. Care for yourself. I don't dress for anybody but me. When I look in the mirror, it's like when I want to leave the house, I just want to know that I feel good. And I feel good when I leave that. I'm dressing for myself. Absolutely. Like 100%. Right. But it's a no. reflection of me. It's also what, how I want to be perceived that I care about myself. And that is really the message I think that I'm trying to put out there. And I hope everybody else does too. Right. I want everyone to care about themselves. And own your look. It's own really about look. owning your look and, and, and really owning how you feel and, and how you feel Letting it be expressed for what you're wearing. Exactly. So don't wear Crocs. Don't wear Crocs. <laughs> okay, take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.